Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody maybe he wasn't the minnesota miracle man i'm mike that's tommy hey how's it going everyone that's kevin what's up guys still reeling from the casey garvin pod who isn't a lot of people liked it got picked up by yahoo got people on reddit enjoyed it so hopefully we can have similar moves going on uh today Tommy, what's going on? I think this is going to be just as good as uh, our, inter- our interview with Casey. And uh, this is uh, kind of a newsy uh, uh, pod. Recently, uh, news came to light that Jake Gyllenhaal cried because he, uh, he, his parents would not accept the, uh, the part on his behalf uh, of Charlie. And so that kind of led us to thinking, what if Jake Gyllenhaal had been cast at Charlie? And in fact... Let's go ahead and recast the entire Mighty Ducks cast for the first movie. Just the players. Yes. So, Jake Gyllenhaal was promoting Southpaw, I assume. Uh, his new film. It's out in theaters now. There's a free plug for you, Jake, if you want to come on the pod. Uh, and he gave an interview with Howard Stern. And basically, in that interview, he revealed that he had gotten the part of Charlie Conway. And his parents told him that he couldn't do it. And he said, quote, I mean, it was something, it was someone telling you you're going to star in a movie. It's crazy. And then they say you can't. I definitely remember crying on the kitchen counter. You guys are crazy. My parents were like, you're about to enter junior high school. You've got to get your education. That's the most important thing. I promise you, you'll hate us now, but you'll thank us later. And I do. I don't believe the last part. I don't think he really thanks them now. No, he probably hates his parents. Yeah. I mean... He definitely hates his parents. Yeah. So we go from there, and we're trying to get actors in a similar range. It's not like we can take someone super old and make them the same age. Yeah, we're not. We're not putting like Tom Hanks as you know, gee. Yeah. Tom Hanks would have been a great gee though. Tom Hanks would have been great at any of these parts. That's true. Tom, you just recast it as Tom Hanks in every role, and that'd be incredibly solid. That's a, that would be like interesting, like sort of like Nutty Professor style. Yeah. Or... Except not that. Nutty Professor. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Murphy played like a. Little oh, okay. Character. I thought you meant like. Never mind. The I wasn't old, thinking. Old yeah. Nutty Where he played everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd be yeah. down with that. Wait, wait. Hang on. What were you thinking? Well, I was thinking uh, that like uh, Nutty Professor was about a bunch of clones for for a second, oh. like a bunch of Nutty Professor clones. And then I got like, oh, yeah, Eddie Murphy played every single part. I don't know where his head is at. <laughs> well, I didn't want to describe it. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, okay, let's move on. and then Yeah, let's let's move on. So, Jake you, Gyllenhaal Kevin. is in the role of Charlie now. I mean, what changes? Does anything in the movie change at that point? Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of like a hard ass now. Like, 
He had Southpaw and Jarhead was pretty good and I love Jarhead. Jarhead's one. Of he my was favorites. he was pretty good in, in Nightcrawler and so maybe he's a little bit more edgy as Charlie because Charlie's kind of like a pushover. Yeah. And so maybe Charlie is more like pissed and you know, he doesn't have a dad or whatever and so he's more. Maybe so, he doesn't suck at hockey as much. But this would be like pre Donnie Darko, so Bubble Boy like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of tough to know like what kind of uh, edge he would be bringing at that point. Like maybe he's just like really fucking weird, you know? <laughs> That's true. I feel like the third movie is better if Jake Gyllenhaal's there. I think yes, I absolutely. Can, uh, yeah, I agree. Although that is the best of the three documentaries, according to Kevin. According, yeah, according to Kevin only. Well. Everyone says D2, D1, D3. I think well, that's the exception. Okay, D2 is great. Right All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you move on from Jake, and is this a package deal? Do we have to put Maggie Gyllenhaal in there somewhere? Hmm. Maybe. Like, Maggie's a few years older than Jake, so she might have been a little bit too old. Because I think uh, Jake, mm-hmm. he's like 34 now, and so he would have been what? Like, how old back then? 11? So she would have been 14. Maybe she could have been Connie? Yeah. She could have been. Do we want her as Connie? Uh, let's get some other options, I think. Uh, I think Natalie Portman is probably... Hell yes. One, and she's also, like, started acting real young. That's so she true. could have, you know, brought some great presence to the to the character. We also have Kristen Bell was the voice on The Simpsons in 1989. She's in that age range. Wait, Kristen Bell or Christian Bell? Christ... Christian Bell? Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen what is the matter with you, Kevin? <laughs> like, what is, like, what are you doing? Yeah, You're was, sabotaging that me. That was terrible. Have you ever seen pot. that video? Come on, no. guys. No, that You've was never terrible. Heard of the Let's internet? keep going. Uh, Rachel McAdams, also in range. She, did, she started acting a little later, but. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Oh, there's also Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah. Never, yeah. never been a fan. She, maybe been. she could have been Tammy. Hmm. I've just <laughs> no. never been a fan of her in general. I mean, if she wants to come on the pod, I mean, come on the pod, but I mean, just never been a fan. All right, so we'll throw her out. So you got you got three to really fill two spots if you want them, or I guess four if you count Maggie. Let's not count. She, I think she's a little bit too old. Like, is this? Only for the first movie? Only for the first one. We're not okay. going to get too far into the next couple. Okay. Yeah. So there's no Julie the That's Cat. That's smart. Yeah. At least at this point. So, I mean, you could throw Maggie in there. I wouldn't be against throwing Maggie in there, but she might be She might be a little too old. But I feel like at that point, girls are older than, or like more physically mature than guys anyway. So... Or not? Oh, well, I mean the the age. I mean, yeah, the, science. That's. I mean, the, the age gap would have been pretty noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's kind of counter to the. Yeah. That makes sense. So who do you put in as Connie? Uh, I like Natalie Portman as Connie. Hell yeah! All right, there you go. Now, um, might as well just add Tammy right now. Who do you want? Ah, uh, gosh, you know, I'm not sure. Tammy always seemed like she was kind of like one of the oldest. So, I'm not sure. I think we're leaving out, like, a ton of, like, Disney stars, too, that, like, never really became anything. Like, I think we're focusing too much on, like, the biggest stars now. 
Like, there were plenty of... Well, like the girl who played Xenon or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... like... Oh, she would have been good. She yeah. kinda, She's like the tall blonde. All right. The girl who played Xenon. <laughs> there you go. I'll put her name in Shout the Shout out. Note. If you want to come on the pod. <laughs> girl who played Xenon. I like Xenon. You know, yeah, I mean... All right. So, moving on. You look at... Let's just go from the top here. Adam Banks. Probably the second biggest kid role. Well, obviously, I mean, Casey... Should oh, okay. Casey should have had yeah, Banks. That's true. So I think we should give it to Casey. Yeah, out of respect. <laughs> that's and, true. you know, he's clearly very talented. Obviously. Okay. We'll just give it to him right away. That's easy. Uh, what about Guy? Guy, I think uh, there's a couple options here. Uh, Ryan Gosling would have been the uh, perfect age. And, you know, he's the blonde. and um, Although, I mean, if we hadn't already given that to Casey, I think. He would have been a good Banks. Ryan Gosling, good Banks? Yeah, yeah he would have. What about Leo? Leonardo DiCaprio as Banks. Yeah, I think. That, um, yeah, I mean, that's. And something we've talked about is, you know, Banks' kind of role gets smaller as it goes on. We talked about Banks battling demons in D3. Leo could have definitely kind of been like a method actor or something with that and really made Banks his own in D3. Like, I know we're not trying to get that far, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do have to think about the sequels, though, because, I mean, we're in it to make money on top of money. So, anything. Stacks and stacks. That's right. So, okay. Well, are, so, are you taking Casey out? Are you kicking him out again? I don't think I we don't can know. do that to Casey. <laughs> I can't, personally. I don't know about you guys. No, let's keep Casey as Banks, but let's get Leo as Gee. Okay, Leo as Gee. Interesting. All right, so... Terry Hall. Terry Hall is kind of... He probably has one of the smaller parts in the entire... Mm-hmm. Not only the, the series, but the first film. Uh, threw out a couple names. Uh, Nick Cannon. You know. Yeah. The only thing is, is I've always kind of thought of him as, as like a... Like a funny guy. Yeah, there's no edge to him at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, Dulé Hill would, would have been kind of... I guess a little bit too old to do that. He would have been like 17, maybe. How, how old would Derek Luke have been, though? Derek Luke, let's see. Because I like that a lot for that role. If he's in the range. Uh, he, I think he would have been 16 or 17. Uh, really? Yeah, like he was old as hell when he was in Friday Night Live. If you guys don't know, <laughs> Derek older, Luke played... He's older than Dulé Hill? Yeah. Derek Luke it's played crazy. Booby Miles in uh, the movie Friday Night Lights. Just a great performance. And Bobby Joe Hill in, in uh, Glory Road. Mm-hmm. Antoine Fisher. So he's already and good, Antoine like Fisher, <laughs> and he's got the like sports movie down. I mean, and I mean, I don't think you can discount it. I mean, we all—he was like eighteen in all of those movies. That's true. He played, you know, the seventeen-eight-year-old, oh, yeah. and he's—he was like thirty. He's been a seventeen-year-old for at least fifteen years. So. <laughs> yeah, so he must have been like a twelve-year-old for at least you know half a decade. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's I true. like him as Jesse. As he would have Jesse or it. Terry. We were. Because, I mean, J- Jesse is obviously, like, more fiery than Terry. Yeah. That, I, that's why harder. I like Jesse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for Jesse. Yeah. And I, like, I don't think Nick Cannon's bad for Terry. Like, I don't think Terry has to be too, like, hard in this film. He well, just, no, Terry's kind of like a, he, like, is a follower. Like, he just does whatever Jesse does. Yeah. That's, that's true. Nick Cannon can be a follower. I do want to throw out one name, uh, and I know Kevin's going to be a big fan of it, uh, Ludacris. I, I mean, I do love Ludacris uh, of 
Too Fast, Too Furious fame and Fast Five and Fast Six and Fast Seven fame. <laughs> he's um, also a rapper. Yeah, he raps on occasion, but uh, he's he's known he, for his films. He he won like twelve Oscars for the Fast movies. Um, so yeah, I, I I like that. Do you have um? I feel like he Derek would need a, a more commanding role, though. Yeah, we'd have to rewrite it a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Terry plays a bigger role if Luda's in that. Spot. Absolutely, that's true. Maybe Luda could have been like an Averman kind of guy. Oh, oh, I like this. Yes. Ludacris yeah. as Averman. Yeah. Yes. That's good. I feel like if it was, if the Mighty Ducks was redone, Averman might be black at this, in like the new movie. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I didn't realize he wasn't black. Oh, you don't see color. I don't I see color. Yeah. So, so Averman was like a white sort of two stereotype, maybe Jewish looking kid. Is that fair? <laughs> And he was not an African American, but we're saying. Please continue talking. I'm just. I'm I just like Ludacris as I like Ludacris as Averman. I love that. All right. All right. Ludacris has been cast as Averman. Wow, this is amazing. All right, let's just go to the Duncans. Oh, well, what do we decide for Jesse and Terry? Are we doing uh, Derek Luke as Jesse? Derek Luke has to be Jesse. Yeah. And then Terry, are we gonna do Nick Cannon? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Nick. Yeah. Want to celebrate? Biggest you? role you've had since. Well, wilding out. Drumline. Drumline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to invite him on the pod, and then you just kind of. No, oh, hey, come on the pod. I mean, <laughs> we're a big fan of you, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Shit on him, though. Isn't he like married to Mariah or something? Well, I know he was in some like zombie movie. Married to Mariah Carey, isn't he? He was. I don't know if they still are. We need like an Us Weekly. Mariah, if you want to come on the pod, <laughs> we'd love that. You can bring Nick. Too. We're big fans. Of all the people we've asked to come on the pod, I think she's the least likely to accept. Challenge accepted. <laughs> all right, Kevin's gonna get to work on that. Um. All right. So we have. Are we set? Can we move on? Yeah. All right. Love the love the ludicrous as Averman. Hell so, yes. Did we cast a Tammy already? Um. Yeah, Xenon. Oh, yeah. Stetus Lapidus, man. Stetus Lapidus. <laughs> so, Tommy Duncan, then. Okay, so who's Xenon's little brother in this? Hmm. I will say I enjoyed Danny Tamborelli. Danny Tamborelli was good. Yeah. He also, he, we know he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. He's one of those Nickelodeon stars. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine with that. All right. That's good. Congratulations, Danny Tamborelli. <laughs> you made it through. <laughs> you guys look nothing alike, you and Xenon, when he's going to have to dye your hair. He didn't look like Tammy either, so that's fine. Uh, let's go. This is going to be, I feel like this might be highly debated. Dave Carp. I, I mean, I say Jonah Hill. The I, only I problem think Jonah is, Hill kills that role. Well, Carp is, he's, you'd have to rewrite it a little bit to make him more like, I don't know, I guess funnier. Because Jonah Hill is obviously very funny, and Carp is just like an idiot, total idiot. And it's yeah. and it's not like a funny idiot. It's yeah. just like he's just stupid. I don't know. I think Jonah Hill kills that role. Is it big enough for Jonah Hill though? Well, nine-year-old Jonah Hill. Nine-year-old, yeah, Does that's he have the an thing. Ego yet? No. Okay. He's still sure. like funny fat guy. Like he would have been really small, like. 
Well, only Carp nine. Carp is tiny. That's true. Yeah. I think he kills it. Sure. Jonah Hill, if you want to come on the show. Yeah, hit us up at quickdeck.com. This is just really a PSA to get all these people <laughs> on, a sl- on the show. Uh, yeah, I think I think his skills might be underutilized in the role, but I think he does a good job with it. I him. don't think there's a better option. The only you thing, guys can throw a better The only thing I thought of was, was Seth Rogen. No. The only thing is, is he might be... He's too old, right? Too, no, he's the perfect age. Jonah Hill is too young. Seth Rogen's 33 now. How old is how old is Jonah Hill? He's like thirty one. Yeah. See, I think I don't know. I think Carp being like small, like the small fat kid, is like the perfect role. Well, the thing is, is you've got Peter also, because Peter's like the small kid, mm-hmm. and so they're they we kind of talked about how Peter and Carp like kind of go off, and if they're like both Wait, so, just well, okay, well, we're getting to Peter next, so Peter could be like John Sarah. John Sarah. Do you mean Michael Sarah? Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's John. <laughs> John Cena, not John Cena. <laughs> if, it's, if Peter is John Wait, Cena, I this think is we're a... overlooking WWE actors, though, because we could totally toss a WWE actor in here. And the, all we the, could. All, well, in this theoretical, hypothetical situation, we could. Yes. I don't first, know if we want. First to. of all, Michael Sarah is is too young. I agree. Um, even for Peter. Yeah, he like he's even younger than than Jonah Hill. He was born in like eighty five, maybe he would have been like six. You, and we're not having a six-year-old as Peter, okay, wait, Kevin? But, no, no, but do you know that for sure? Are you just making that number up off the I, top of your it head? It might be 86 or 87. Look it up right. I mean, he could be like 40. Michael Sarah is not like he's 40. 12. Yeah, I feel like he's too young. That's true, but you, when he's like 11, how old do you think he looks? He doesn't look 12 when he's 11. And when he's 6... <laughs> I can't follow all these numbers. <laughs> if he's 13 and he's 12... How old does he look when he's 31 and he's 2? Right? Right. Good question. Um, uh, okay, other... He's 27 now. So he's yeah, 27, yeah. Really young. There you go. I mean, and other... he's Canadian, so fuck that. Well, he would have been good at hockey, though. Isn't That's Josh true. Jackson Canadian? Well, fuck him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, unless he wants to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kevin is just burning bridges left I know. and right. I know. I feel like we actually had a shot with him, too. All right. Um, Peter, though. Uh, James Franco. He would have been a little. He's like thirty six now, so he would have been like thirteen. He would have. The only I think thing is, he would have been a really good Peter Mark actually, because he's kind of aloof. Yeah. Like, the only thing is, like, I guess you change the dynamic as like Peter is, I guess, maybe taller, still maybe a bit of a like kind of a hard ass, and Carp is just smaller and just follows Peter around still. Alternate option: Aaron Paul, Breaking Bad fame. Aaron Paul would be hmm. good. For Peter Mark? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a little guy who's just he's got a big mouth, you know? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, all right. I can see that. I Although I would have preferred, um, I don't know the actor's name, um, but the guy in Breaking Bad. Uh, Brian was, Cranston. No, not Brian <laughs> this is Cranston. This a great pod. <laughs> the, uh, one of the pothead, one of his pothead friends. Uh, oh. Beaver? Yeah. Not. Is that the t- the taller one? <laughs> God, you're terrible. Let's, I don't know his name. Out. I'll think of it. Keep All going. Right. All right. So, well, I mean, we kind of can't keep going. We got to make a decision here on old Peter. I think I, I like the Aaron Paul choice. All right. Fair enough. Did we decide on carp too? I'm I'm off track. 
Uh, Kevin just really wants Jonah, Jonah Hill. I say Jonah Hill. I think, I think he's role. too young, but I will defer. I think he kills that role. All right. We'll go with Jonah. Congratulations, Jonah. All right. Fulton Fol- Reed? Fulton? We can go there. Yeah, Fulton let's do Reed. Fulton Reed. All right. Hmm. This is tough because you, you want to pick like a like a tough kid. Yeah. I was saying maybe like Chris Pratt. A little bit different. No. You know? maybe he, although Chris fun. Pratt probably would have been a good carp also. Like, Yeah. Oh, I think he might have been better than Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think oh, we may shit. need to recast. <laughs> we, we, we might need to do this episode all over again <laughs> at some point. Um Damn, I yeah, I don't think he would be good for Fulton. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he seems like too much of a nice guy. Like plus, Fulton he, would, is, plus right. he would have been the fat kid then. All right, what about he? I think he's a little young. But what about old Taylor Kitsch? Who is that? Riggins. Ooh, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Oh yeah. How old would he have been though? I'm not sure. He's in the range. He's in the range. But I'm I don't know his exact. He's got like the the look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, he would have killed that role. Yeah, as long. I mean, if he was. And I mean, we're basing this look off of what was actually cast, (laughs) you know. So it's not like that was like the exact look they were going for. That just was like the kind of kid. He's thirty-four. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he's in range. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's that. That's a wonderful. Good job, casting director. Thank you. It's my next calling. After failed podcast host, uh, Goldberg. I have a suggestion here. Sure. Jason Siegel as Goldberg. Yes. Hmm. I, I kind of a it. clumsy big guy. Yeah, you but know? Goldberg's fat, and that's why it's funny. I mean, I think Jason Siegel could. We can plump certainly up. <laughs> yeah. pass. It. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just not seeing it. Jason Siegel as a goalie. As Goldberg. I mean, I guess I'm just trying to, like, remove the image of Sean Weiss. And... No, I don't know. It's tough. I mean... And Jason, Jason Siegel's also, like, 6'5", so he would have been a really tall kid, I bet. Goldberg is, like, a big kid, though. Like I, I didn't think he was super tall. He's he's. I feel like he's, he's on the upper end. Like, yeah. he's not the tallest, but I feel like he's upper end. Like, he's not... He's definitely not short. So, maybe. I mean, like... When you look at it, Goldberg is probably the character everyone loves the most coming out of it. Mm-hmm. So, do you stick with Sean Weiss there? It's it's tough to recast him. I mean, we already have, like, Danny Tamborelli still as Tommy. Also, I think Jonah Hill could kill that character, too, <laughs> so I don't know. You just really like Jonah Hill. I mean, he I mean he basically runs the gamut of all these characters. I think yeah, he would have been a great Jesse. Well... <laughs> I think Jonah Hill could pass his car, but yeah. at at nine years old, talking Goldberg. That's I mean, yeah. If we're gonna get really realistic with it, there. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I almost like Chris situation. Pratt better as Carp. You like what? Chris Pratt better as Carp. So do we move Jonah Hill to goalie? I think we just Jonah Hill. Your better luck next year. I I, I, I think <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't th- I don't think we can leave Jonah Hill off this list. You could have uh, Jonah Hill maybe as uh, as Larson, since we got uh, yeah. Casey now as Banks. Wait, but we don't even have Larson on our list. It's a recap. Oh, off on the side. Tommy, right. Tommy put Larson 
off on the side. Yeah, because he's a hawk. Yeah. Everyone knows that. No, I don't think Jonah Hill is Larson. You said well, he could Larson be anyone. Larson was supposed to play a bigger role, too. You gotta remember that. And maybe if Jonah Hill is there, they make him more, like, funnier. Yeah. Because Casey's obviously a very serious actor. I don't like this at all. Actor. You guys have taken this thing. So you, so you don't like... Ju- do you, would you do you think Chris Pratt would do a good job as Carp? I well yeah I think he would do a great job. But Who do you I also think, think would be better? Jonah Hill would, I think Jonah Hill is a better Carp than Chris Pratt. I think if Jonah Hill is, I think Chris 11, Pratt would make a great Goldberg too though. Oh that's a good point. Oh Chris, yeah. because yeah, he you know be a little little chubby. Mm-hmm. And he you know it's definitely like the, the you know the funny guy. And he's, all right. Chris Pratt is Goldberg. Yeah. Sorry. I John. do want to throw out there that that all the. Uh, original actors were fantastic in their yeah. roles, but Chris Pratt as Goldberg probably would have been good. Yeah, we should throw in that disclaimer. Like, the reason we love them so much, the movies, the films, the documentaries, is because these people played these roles. So, we're not trying to disrespect you. And also, if you want to come on the pod, <laughs> contact us. Uh, yeah, so, we got Larson and McGill left, correct? Yes. Okay. McGill could be... um. Michael uh, Fassbender, I know he's German or whatever, but he's really intense, and he could have like owned that McGill character. Yeah. And like, even if he's only in like shooting for two days, he's gonna like probably take eight months of ice skating lessons. <laughs> so I really like him as McGill. All right, that's good. And also, if we're casting for D two though, he would have been a great Gunner Stall. That's true. So now. I'm I'm fine with that. I, honestly, my first reaction was like Gunner Stall should play McGill. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would be good. That would be good. So too. Scott White should be just playing all of these parts. Oh, that would be funny too. <laughs> it was the same like villain through every movie. <laughs> all right. So what do we want to do here? For McGill? Yeah. I like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I like that. All right, Larson. Hmm. That's a tough one. I got one for you. Old Josh Jackson. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Recycling. Yeah, I throw like him it. back in there. I don't think he's... I don't think... Uh, hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I'm just picturing Larson as a really pale guy. I, I mean, he Casey is kind of pale. But I mean, Larson, you've got the Scandinavian blood, like a blonde kid or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Really tough. <laughs> We're really pondering here. Yeah. Both of them are scratching their beards, considering. Mine is way better than Tommy's. <laughs> that is false. That is false. Kevin has some stubble going. Tommy's got like a nice little goatee as I try to stall while they try to make their goddamn decision. I have, I honestly have no idea. I can't think of anything. I think Casey just played Larson so well, it's hard to replace him. Does he dual roll it? Is that even possible in this situation? As Banks and Larson? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that could. There's no way that's not. Anything. I'm trying to think back to some of these like old Nick shows and. Um, I mean, oh, you know who? Keenan Thompson toss him in that role. Or okay, something. do you guys remember the Salute Your Shorts on Nickelodeon? I'm not gonna be able. The to guy who played Donkey Lips could have been a great carp. Like, put his photo in the uh, show notes, and as soon as <laughs> Kevin sees it, he's like, in the beginning of the next episode, he's gonna be like, "Yes, that guy should be carp." All right, will do. As for Larson, Josh Jackson it is. Unless there are objections in three, two. Uh, you know, I, I don't really see it, but uh, I can't really. Then again, I can't think of anyone else, yeah. though. 
Well, congratulations, Josh. You win by default. Whenever, <laughs> <laughs> whenever Tommy and I think of like twelve better options, we'll email them to you, and 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 then Mike will put them in the show in the show notes. So sure. I imagine there's this is probably gonna be one of our most debated podcasts. We're gonna get all kinds of tweets, people saying this is right, this is wrong, and you should have said this person. So well, that's what we're here for. Kevin, you got our quiet question today. Um. Oh, but before we do that, I think we need to give a uh, uh, a little bit of respect to George Coe, who oh, yes. passed away recently. He played the judge in D1. I remember, he was the one who almost like didn't go into work, but he got to preside over Bombay's like DUI arrest. Yes, George Coe died last week. Yeah. And uh, so, moment of silence for George. We're going to pour out some... Uh, We're going to... The old Norwegian sign of respect where they spin in a circle oh, yeah. and touch the We're ice. We're going to touch the ice right now. Yeah, so touch the ice for George Coe. As Kevin looks for a quack question. I was doing this earlier, but then Tommy got mad at me for doing it during the show, so... I'm so you're just going to continue to do it during the show. Um, um, so one more time, sh- respect for George Coe. <laughs> Lots of respect. <laughs> yeah. One more spy for George. Okay. Uh, I don't. This I don't is think terrible. we've done it. Okay. Okay. This is awful. Um, Grace Hall, twenty-one. Um, I don't know uh, what the origin of this question is, but um, why was Hans' number eleven? That was Carp's number. Okay. Oh, and they laid him to rest. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't think that 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 like carp really laid claim to number eleven personally, but that's true. And I mean, so should explain at Hans's funeral, Bombay drapes the duck jersey over Hans's casket. It is number eleven. It's for Hans. Um, it says Hans on the back, so apparently it doesn't have a last name. And when you look at you, carp was number eleven. That is true. But we're now four years down the road, and obviously Carp did not go along with them. So yeah, but it's an original Ducks jersey, though. That's true. So, and I mean, there are only what like thirteen kids in the team in the original one, and so you've got a lot more numbers to choose from. You've got like eighty-six of them, basically. And so they, why did they go with the eleven? My guess is Hans, former player. He wore number, number eleven. 11. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good. Uh, there's not like a there's not like a significance like hockey wise or anything, is there? No, I mean the most famous number eleven is Mark Messier, but he was playing after this yeah, movie came okay. out, so there's no like classic. Number Plus, 11. it's not like anybody stood up and was like, "Oh no, we can't do that." That was Carp's number. <laughs> That's true. Do you think Carp was at the funeral and saw the number 11 was just like, oh, what the hell? Oh, that, I mean, that's a good question. Did the former duck show up to the funeral? I think so. I think that was a well-attended funeral because Hans was the, the kingpin. Yeah. Everyone had to come and pay their respect. Oh, yeah. And it was true. noticed if you didn't. Even, and, like, even, like, the Hawks, like, would come for oh, that. Oh, sure. Know, like, Godfather style. Yeah. Like, yeah. all the families mm-hmm. came to that. They put aside their differences to... To recognize. That's a great point. So, I mean, even if Carp was upset or one of these people wanted to speak up, 
They couldn't because I mean this was Hans. This was this was the Don basically. Do you think Carp chose number eleven because he wanted to be like Hans one day? I no, think, I think I think that was just pure coincidence. Or, do you think that's like one of the only numbers he can do? He, he like he writes could, two straight he lines. Knew, <laughs> he knew like numbers one through five, so he put like the lowest numbers together and was like, "These are these will be my numbers." Yeah, I mean, I think just Bombay gave Carp number eleven. Yeah, or just. I think he might have given up because he unveils the jerseys and whatnot. And they don't know they're coming. So That's true. He might have given everybody their number. He might have asked four people's numbers, but I think it was more happenstance than anything else. Like Carp was number eleven. Is there like in hockey? Because I know like in baseball, there's a, a a lot of significance given to like guys that get the low numbers. Is there any sort of hockey? significance to numbers it's more about like preference really than anything else i mean defensemen usually they i mean there's numbers that kind of traditionally go to defensemen numbers that kind of traditionally go to forwards numbers that kind of go to goalies but that's more like on the basis of tradition than anything else there's no like real significance behind it it's just what what numbers do people want basically they ask you what number you want, you put it down. Okay, I was just curious because, like, in baseball, like, there's like the famous like Derek Jeter scouting profile where it's like you better find this guy a low number, yeah, because he's gonna be yeah. the face of your friend, you know, yeah. like for whatever reason that's the not really a big deal. I mean, when you consider like the greatest hockey player ever was 99, not mm-hmm. really a big deal. Now, wasn't Banks wearing 99, or was he 96? Conway was 96. Banks was 99. Okay, I think they definitely did that on purpose. He's the best player of Banks. They gave him 99. Well, Banks was 9 on the Hawks. Jesse wore 9 well, on the Ducks. Bom- and then they well, Bombay was number 9, wasn't he, when he played? That is correct. And so maybe that's why Banks was wearing 9 on the Hawks. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's like, that's the, like signif- the traditional number, the number of for like significance. the star. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. So... Why? Well, the original question goes back to. Yeah, I don't Hans, know if we answered Grace's Hans question, being, but I well, I th- I just think that was Hans's number whenever he played, or that was Hans's number just whenever the number he liked, he wanted won the Ducks and Carp. Either gave it up either willingly or unwillingly, he just had to do it. So that's the answer to your question. So wh- I think the more important question is: Did like Carp's poor play lead to Hans's death? Like just because Hans couldn't stand, he couldn't stand someone like, like Carp just like wearing the number eleven. That like that's the jersey I wore, and look at Carp; he's wearing a fucking football helmet. Yeah. So, I would say, yeah. I mean, like, there's only so many uh, beats in the heart, and like, the more stress you put on it, the tougher those beats are. The, that number's gonna go down. God so, damn, that well, was deep. Well, didn't they? Um, because remember, they bought all this stuff at Hans's skate shop, so he may have chosen the numbers. Oh, so he might have given Carp eleven, and and his like his like chosen one just didn't pan out. Like, yeah, he was like, oh fuck, I totally screwed that up. It's like, oh, I meant to give that to Banks, <laughs> <laughs> or he just didn't want anyone to show him up. He wanted to be like the, nut, oh, the best number eleven. It's like um like the Chicago sometimes just did a series of like the best, the greatest player at each like number. So like um. Uh, obviously, number twenty three is going to be uh, Michael Jordan, and so maybe he was like, "Okay, this might happen one day. I better make sure eleven is carp, so that way I'm I'm definitely going to be number eleven whenever that's made." So I bet you that's what happened. Yeah. So there you go, Grace. Thanks for the quick question. So when you think of twenty three, you think of Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah. 
you think Aladdin, you think of Hans. Exactly. So thanks for the quiet question, Grace. Uh, you can tweet those to us at QuackDickPod. Use the hashtag QuackQuestion. It's a lot easier for us. Uh, otherwise, go to QuackDeck.com. See, uh, see Kevin's redesigned USA Today page. It's it was there. a half-assed effort. I'm not going to lie. Oh, photos the best part. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it was really hard finding photos of semi-decent quality to use. And <laughs> But yeah, that was like the best one I could find for like funny reasons and for like quality reasons. It's still better than what they had Absolutely. originally. So you can check that out. Check out all the episodes. Contact us. I also do think I got some of like the timeline wrong. I was trying to figure out some of the teasers. I couldn't figure out whether like the OJ thing was happening around the same time and also the MLB baseball strike was happening. I couldn't yeah. quite figure out the time. And Granted, I didn't spend a ton of time researching this. If so. I recall correctly, the strike was happening around that time. Like there's an official date. I think in episode five when we – I think that was five when we talked about the media. There's an official date on, like, I, I don't think it's that cover, but there's another cover that has the official date. I think the strike was going on. I think the OJ stuff was a little later. But still, it was just it was just like fortune telling from the newspaper, really. So, um, yeah, it's thequakedeck.com. Get all that there. At QuakeTechPod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash QuakeTechPod. And iTunes, most importantly, go there. Give us a five-star review. Give us five stars, then give us a review. Name your cast for the Mighty Ducks in our recast. And if you do, we'll give you a shout-out. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.